Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Here are your hosts, pediatrician Dr. Scott Cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco along with Dr. Scott Cohen. We got a little discouraged just now. We feel like we're putting out some content that's informational. There's some entertainment value here. We're interviewing people uh, who are, you know, in the entertainment business or in whatever business they're in, talking about family. speaking. Yeah. Parents. And we just found out that apparently what's trending is a guy in the street smelling people's fingers yeah. and someone... Cutting open, wa- cutting open watermelon and blending it. Yeah. And we want to know from you, what would you rather see? Would you rather see us cutting fruit, me smelling Dr. Cohen's feet? <laughs> what is it going to take for this show to get some viewers? Because, uh, and I don't know, maybe, maybe we're antiquated and this is something that people have just moved on from, or I don't know what it is. What, what, I think maybe we go back to when my patient called me once and asked me and told me that their child's diaper tasted differently. Maybe that is what would get people interested. We t- start t- tasting and smelling diapers. Could be. Could be the Can't next segment here on, on Daddy versus <laughs> And see who's in it, what's in it. We apologize for the low energy. I'm wearing no-show socks today. I want to get your take on this just before we dive into stuff. I'm you, doing the same. Do you have no-show socks? Oh, no. I just have no socks. No, I got socks. Oh, yeah. I, I wear no those show. with the sneakers. But with the sandals, you, you just don't wear socks. Right. And actually, one of the doctors in my office was sending out a group email to everybody and said, we're going to have a doctor meeting, and these are the things we're going to talk about. And at the end, she goes, and, and maybe we should discuss whether Dr. Cohen should start wearing socks again. Okay, well, let me just show the viewers what this looks like. And I don't think, there's no way in hell that you can feel like a man wearing it. This is basically, I mean, look at that. That's like a- Yeah, those are like the ones, but don't they always ride in the heel? That's a ballerina look. Yeah, (laughs) no, actually- They always fall down the heel. That's what bothers me. Yeah. By the way, my socks are dirty. That's not like me at all. I apologize for that, viewers. Maybe that will get I think close-ups of Sebastian's <laughs> feet. There's a there's a lot of people with feet fetishes that yeah. maybe will tune in now for uh, to look at your feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you only fans your feet, <laughs> I think you quit this and go only fans <laughs> for the feet. All right, I want to jump into a few things here. We haven't talked. I don't know what's going on with our personal relationship, but we've 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 apparently that's dead too. Uh, I haven't now, talked to him I you, think, since the last were, time. You were at your wife's 40th birthday party away, and days. so you were away. I didn't want to interrupt your uh, when's the you last know, time gallivanting. We, when's the last time we did this? Do, do we remember? About four weeks ago. No, it wasn't four weeks ago. Three weeks ago. No, we three. haven't. No. Three. We haven't talked in three weeks? Ed Milet was here three weeks ago. Mario Lopez. Yeah, Mario Lopez. That was yeah. three weeks ago? Three weeks ago. So three weeks. This oh is my. the third week from then. Where have you been? I've been right here. Uh, <laughs> there was Has there... it really been? I've been working. It's, <laughs> it's, gr- it's a grind out there. First of all, family vacations. I want to get into okay. family <laughs> vacations. Uh, Lana and I are talking about um, possibly going on a ski trip 
Lana grew up skiing. Mm -hmm. She wants the kids to learn how to ski. I don't ski. My my problem or my issue with going on family vacations with small kids yeah. is, you know, you often hear, is this a vacation? Is it a trip? What is it? All right. And also going on vacations with other people. Right. Or do you insulate and go as a family? Now, you've been through this and I'm going through this. When the kids were six, four years old, were you going on these family vacations or did you wait till a certain age? No, we were going on more. Well, family vacations when they were younger was more going to grandparents' houses in different parts of the country. And then we traveled with them pretty early. They were good travelers early on. But you're right. When they're really young, like toddler age, going to a place like Europe and if you're playing to sightsee, it's a lot more work, you know, waking up, you don't have any of their stuff, they're tired, they're cranky, you're always looking for food. So I think those big type of trips need to be when they're a little older. Okay, so a ski trip, you know, yeah. in December, six and four, yeah. we feel like the kids are self-sufficient yeah, enough where we could know. get them on a plane and they're not going to cry or this, that, and the other thing. But for myself, selfishly, if I'm not doing any right, of the you activities- don't well, I'm not, I don't, I, listen, I, I, we go on a ski trip. If you don't ski, what, what, are, what are we doing? Right, I'm not a skier. We just play in the snow. Yeah, I mean, you, you've gone on these winter trips, yeah. but the, your kids are older, so you might have a little bit more uh, leeway in, in what you can and cannot do. But for me, and the kids are at ski camp or whatever right. the hell it is, school, and by the way, I've noticed this, talking about camps and, and to piggyback on a Rich Eisen interview, the more money you have mm -hmm. in life, I feel the more families who have money try and get rid of their kids. <laughs> I was going to say, ski school <laughs> is just a way to drop your kids off so you can do what you want. That's where I'm going right. with this. Summer camp, talk to a lot of wealthy people. We send our kids away for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Get them out. But that's what I'm hearing. Okay. We don't want to deal with this shit. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Number two, we go on a ski trip. They're going to go to ski school. Get them out. Yeah. Don't want to see them. Right? Study abroad. Mm. Get the fucking kid out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be a parent. <laughs> now, can you give me an argument on the flip side? Because you did some of this shit. You uh, did wait, I did summer camp. Okay, yes. you did summer camp. Yes. And you didn't necessarily come from an abundance of, of money. Came from, you know, modest means and, and whatnot. So did I. But do, is my theory correct? I think on some of the things, yes. I think school ski school is under the guise of my kid's going to be an Olympic skier and none of them are going to be. Maybe they'll pick up skiing and they'll enjoy it so that they can. You know, skiing is nice for families because if they start them young and the child likes it, it's something that parents feel that the kid will do with them for life, right? Yeah. It's like one of those activities you can do for life, like tennis and things like that. So kids and adults, it's an even playing field, which is a great thing. I think, yes, part of it is when they go on vacation, I hear from parents, right? It's nice to have the day. The kids are at a different level to start. They have to learn anyways. They're with other kids. So the kids are enjoying it. And then you get to do your black diamond mogul skiing and then see them at the end of the day. And we did that. See, we're not skiers. And the first time we went skiing, we we put the kids in ski school because we wanted to see if they liked it to learn it. Aaron and I don't ski. We did one whatever's easier, the blue or the green down. And then we went back up to the top to the cafeteria and drank all afternoon. And then when the ski session was done, 
we went we we were the only ones who took the gondola back down we didn't even ski back down and met the kids and that was our ski trip okay so this is my point and and, and i harbor a lot of guilt here when we go on a family vacation mm -hmm. my argument to lana was why are we going on a family vacation if the family during the vacation right. is fragmented the kids are in school daddy can't ski he's having hot cocoa by the fireplace well so and also bringing help while this is another this is another yeah, most people aren't bringing help. i know right, but i want to talk about this yeah. for me it's like yeah do i like to go out to dinner with lana if we're on a family vacation kids are sleeping and then we did this in uh, santa barbara mm -hmm. we took the kids we didn't have no nanny we didn't have my grandma no grandma there nothing just us and the kids and we were so close to the restaurant right our room was five doors down from the restaurant right and did i tell you about this yeah okay no but nobody else knows about okay. it okay so so i asked lana i go geez you know the distance between the restaurant mm -hmm. and where the kids are sleeping is similar to the distance in our house where if we're in the living room and they're in the bedroom so can we go as parents to eat and have our kids stay in the hotel room alone? No. Right. We did not right. do that. I know we you did not do that. Do which that, is good. But we did question it. Right. Just to see where people were at with this. All right. right. So we ended up getting a babysitter mm -hmm. who was lovely, loved her. And that's another option you could do when you're on vacation. The whole thing about that is trusting the babysitter right. that comes to sit your kids <laughs> this is all too much stress for me to go on vacation to deal with right yeah i'd rather sit here and not do anything until the kids are at an age where yeah they could go off on their own mm -hmm. we could do our own thing we'll meet up here and there i mean but, I, yeah but i think i think vacations aren't for us it is really once you have kids, it's what's enjoyable for them. So doing things like ski school and we joke around that it's just for the parents, but the kids are enjoying it, too, because they're also with other kids and they don't want to be toted around by us all day. Uh, they want to be with other kids and enjoying activities. So I think a lot of vacation is one is the child enjoying themselves, what activities you're doing for them, what things are you able to do as well. And I think the biggest thing I've learned as I've gotten older and we've done lots of vacations, you mentioned who you're with. I think is is a is a mm -hmm. big thing because it doesn't matter what you're doing if the people that are around you and it may just be your immediate family but whoever you're with really makes or breaks a vacation and we've talked about this you know people you're friends with aren't necessarily people you can vacation with or not all your friends are people you can vacation with i think it's two very different subsets right living with somebody is very different than just a hey how you doing friendship don't you think and you've done this and I've done this here and there. I don't think I've done this as much as you, but you've gone and rented a home mm -hmm. uh, with another family, mm -hmm. right? Here's my, here's my problem. Yeah. You're a dear friend of mine. I don't know if I want to wake up in the morning and see you <laughs> eating scrambled eggs. What's wrong with eating scrambled eggs? <laughs> it's could you deal with anybody in the morning eating scrambled eggs? I just don't know. Like your in-home behavior like i know you in this setting we go out i just don't know like what do you do in the morning that 
I'm going to be sitting there and you're going to go to the refrigerator and you're eating. And, you're like, like, oh, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's over. He does that in the morning. You know, it, <laughs> <laughs> so you got to be real comfortable. You have to be comfortable. And it's a couple thing also, right? You got both. The whole couple has to be comfortable with the other couple. That's why we always traveled with families with similar age children just because it made it easier, right? They, again, the kids can do activities together. The adults can do activities together. Kids are hanging out together. Then adults can hang out together. And then we can do things as well as a family. And then there are things like we talk about vacation. You know, there are things like I don't like heights. So we've been on vacations where the Aaron and the girls and the other family want to do uh, those those courses, those rope courses. And they scare me to death. I can't climb up a tree and jump off a tree and do it. And they love it. So they do it, and I don't do it. And that's okay. You sound like what I am, and, and I call it the say hi to daddy. <laughs> Many a times I've been in situations now with my wife and two kids. The last, the last one was when we were at Universal Studios. I don't do rides. I don't uh, do any of that. The kids in the lot are on the ride, yeah. and it's say hi to daddy. I, I seem to be always <laughs> out tickets, always on the sidelines, watching the fun right. rather than participating in it. So now, are you going to go on the ski vacation? Well, another thing, also when considering skiing, is. What type of value do you get on these family vacations? We just went to Mexico for Lana's 40th birthday, right? right? And did it cost some money? Absolutely. But I didn't really bat an eye at it because the amount of fun and amount of memories we created mm -hmm. far outweighed the amount of money that we spent. The amount of money that I would probably spend on this ski trip because... <laughs> and you're not skiing. Right. I'm not you're, skiing. You're waving. And, yeah, and would it be, yes, we would all be together, right. this, that, and the other thing. But I'm just trying to, like, lay it out. What are we doing on the ski trip? Are we going on a um, sled? Are we going sledding? Sure. But, yeah, again, a lot of these, a lot of, and I got to get my shit right, a lot of these activities, sledding. Uh -huh. Now, I'm not saying I'm old, but at 50, <laughs> Can old. you safely get on a sled? Yeah, but no, there's no sled. It's tubing. They don't do sleds, they sleds don't do sled, anymore? They do tubes. All right, I grew up with so, a sled. Right, I know. Like a toboggan, like, the right? Wood, like, steel, and across the highway, right? You right. didn't know if you were stopping. It's all tubes. It's it's in a, it's in a, a very uh, manufactured place. You know, they, you walk to the top, you, everybody's in line one at a time, 10 seconds, and then you go back up to the top and do it again. That's tubing because we do a lot of tubing because we don't ski. Well, I remember sledding, and sledding where I grew up was you took your sled up the hill. It was not a mountain. It was a hill, and you had that rope, and you could steer it, and, yeah. and the steering was, like, very minimal. And I just remember there was no, like, okay, 10 seconds, wait. It was, like, if you fell off your sled – yeah, another, another sled would run right over you. Did you ever have the, the saucer? Oh, like yeah. A, it yeah. looked like a piece of bent metal. Yeah, yeah. That you just took down. It had like dents in it. That's what we need. We need our viewers to tell us, like, send us, send us what what type of sled they had. It reminds me of uh, you ever see Christmas Vacation, 
where he puts the uh, the yeah. cereal varnish on the on the sled and it goes super fast. But that's what we had the saucer, and you had no control over that. You fell off. That was the break. Well, the saucer, I feel like, was something that kids had, who had the saucer came from like a broken family, and I'll tell you why. I- <laughs> <laughs> my whole childhood just went by no 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 no. uh i just felt like a sled was one of those things where and eh, you're looking at the sled for six months oh i want that sled it's beautiful you got it for christmas right. it was maybe up against the wall i felt like the saucer was like here go go sledding you know we don't give a shit my you know my your your dad left us three months ago and <laughs> oh. think this Take this. I remember having a red plastic sled, like rectangular, and it had handbrakes. I remember that. And the first time you used the handbrakes, they broke off because it was all plastic. That plastic sled was not durable. (laughs) No. One time use. So one time use. God forbid you hit a rock or something. That's it. It cracked in half. Um, Oh, and you know, tubing nowadays, helmets. See, I knew you were going to, you know, it's changed. We didn't have any of that stuff. And we were going across. You didn't even know. Cars, everything. Now, yes, it's the full gear now. Okay, so you you are seeing kids on a daily basis. And these helmets now are when you're you're riding a bike, when you're riding a scooter, everything's a helmet. Is the amount of head injuries that you have seen over the last 20 years due to not wearing a helmet significant enough? Where you would say, hey, you, you really should have your kid in a helmet. I mean, the truth is we're not seeing them because most people, it's so ingrained. It's sort of like seatbelts. I remember fighting with my parents about wearing a seatbelt. Or they just didn't say anything. You just didn't wear one. Nobody thought it was a big deal. And now you watch every child, the second they get in, they put on their seatbelt. It's not even a thing. It's become normal, right? Yeah. I think helmets have become that way. Very much like cigarette culture changed, you know, it's just nobody smokes cigarettes anymore. It's just becoming grain that it's just not a thing. So we don't see it. And most of the head injuries are my toddlers who are running around, running into corners of walls and things. Okay. So you, well, I had an in- instant where Crusoe and I were on these scooters. You know, scooters where you, yeah, yeah. Right. And, you know, <sighs> I'm doing it just because of like everybody else is doing it. And I put your helmet on. And he goes, Daddy, you're going to put your helmet on. Now, (sighs) got to wear the helmet. We took a photo Mm -hmm. of us in helmets. Yeah, let's put that up. The look of it is so weak. Yeah. Right? They're not cool. Right. They're not cool at all. You cannot look cool wearing a helmet. Yeah. Here's the issue it's sort of like seatbelts, right? Most of the time, if you drive around, if you don't get in an accident, then it's not a problem. But the one time you do, it could be devastating. And now seeing the other side and a child who has been devastated by a fall or skiing or something and not wearing a helmet, it's just not worth that risk. My daughter, who's 15, went on a bike ride with her friend Mm -hmm. and I saw them getting ready and I said, put on your helmets. God, and then I, I know. And then, <laughs> and then my, they got mad, right? Cause that's not cool. Yeah. And then I walked inside and I saw that <laughs> it's horrible. I saw they left and the helmets were there. So I got in my car and I drove around the neighborhood and I found them and I rolled down the window and I yelled and I know her friend very well too. And I said, stop. 
And I pulled over and I had the helmets and I said, put them on. And they said, no, no, we're just going to come home now. And I know, nope, you're going to put them on. It's just because, I mean, it's, it's, it's two things. One, I want them to be safe. Two, God forbid it's the pediatrician's kid that this happens to. Used to be, you know, when I, we have a van and I used to drive Aubrey to all, all her whole team to the soccer tournaments and all the kids wanted to be in the van together. Aubrey was the tallest one on the team. And I knew that she needed to be in a booster seat which meant that every other player on the team had to be on the booster seat because she was the tallest one. When they would all get in, they would all say the same thing. But our parents don't make us have a booster seat. We can just be in a regular seat. So if you're in my car, you have to wear it. And I would literally have seven booster seats in the back of the van to ready for them because I just saw that headline, right? Pediatrician dad, soccer tournament, gets in a car accident with six girls and none of them are properly restrained. It's not all for me, but it's also for their safety. So I just, I think about these things. The worst injury actually, I mean, this is crazy. A dad had his son, two-year-old on his shoulders. He would never wear a helmet, obviously, for that. And he tripped on the curb and fell backwards. So the kid's up here, kid's head against the corner of the curb Ooh. ended up okay was in the hospital a couple of wow. days had a little bleed but i mean those are the crazy things that happen yeah no listen i'm, I'm not saying that uh, i recommend people not wearing helmets out there i'm just saying it, it's from a cool perspective yeah, we should make we it, need to make it's a just, it's a weak uh it's a weak look similar and in, in growing up and i don't know how you feel about this but I wasn't a seatbelt guy growing up. Yeah, right? I don't think anybody was. Not because of the safety of yeah. it. Is I used to wear these beautiful <laughs> shirts. It would wrinkle the shirt, and it would wrinkle the shirt, right? That's or funny. I would tuck it under Such here. An Italian perspective. Yeah, it just yeah, you, it, it just didn't look good didn't with the. <laughs> but I th I remember road trips from Maryland to Florida where we slept like on the floor in front of the seats. Yeah, I mean the, the safety back then was um, yeah, was just. It wasn't good questionable it's uh -huh. the it's the design it's the design the helmet yeah is too large for right. the if they made a helmet that was almost like well motorcycle helmets are cool every kid should wear a motorcycle helmet well no i've worn a motorcycle helmet i look like, like a complete idiot <laughs> yeah wait why <laughs> everybody else a, looks really cool i had a vespa helmet. and the helmet was it was almost it like right an alien i had a vespa and <laughs> and my face was like smushed in there I tried the ones with the visor, and it still it still doesn't have. It just they got to be a redesign on the helmet. I don't know what it is, but it ain't it ain't looking. Elon good. Musk, uh, yeah, abandoned go into space and redesign the bike helmet. Let's make it cooler. Speaking of head injury. Um, I want to get your take on this. And I don't know if you people know this. I don't. <laughs> Anything that starts off that way. Sarah did a cartwheel uh, at school yesterday and landed on her head. Mm -hmm. There was no ice given, nothing. She didn't cry. It was one of those boom, and, and then she was up. Right. And she came home and said, Daddy, you know, I, I fell down on my, my head right here because I was combing her hair, by the yeah. way, just a pat on the back here. I don't know how many dads are doing this. <laughs> I do a lot of this for effect. But have you ever done this? Seraphine was in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And by the way, there's a lot of questions I got for you. At six, right. 
kid taking a bath, yeah. is there an age where we should start transitioning to a shower? No, whenever they want. I mean, sometimes it just becomes ease and time that you end up going to the shower, but it doesn't matter. Okay. The specific age. She took a bath, and what I tend to do, I tell them, wash your own hair, wash yourself. I'm there. Yeah. But I'm trying to get them self, you know, independent. Comes out, dries herself, and she got long hair. So I brush it out. Okay. Right. And then I do a, it's got to be a six to seven minute blow dry on the hair. Really? Now. Wow. And and this goes to, this goes to a bigger point. Doing these little things Uh with the kids. Yeah. Although maybe mundane or, for example, the, the, the example I used with Lana yesterday going skiing is sometimes out of the inconvenience of doing something. Yeah, you're creating memories. Yes. That like blow dry is your Ed Milet. Yeah. That's, that's, that's you know, he did a mantra mm-hmm. and Serafina will go to college one day and be combing her hair in the dorm and say, I remember my dad always when I got out of the bath, blow drying my hair. That's that's your that's your moment. Okay, I struggle with this because yeah. I'm gonna go on the road next year. Yeah, gonna do a tour. I'm gonna miss the blow dry moments. Yeah. Okay. You, as a man who owns a business, yeah. and is working a lot. Yeah. Do you ever reflect back and go, man, if I if I would have blown a couple of hairs <laughs> now and then, yeah. more, did more. Yes. That uh, my relationship with my daughters, not that it's bad or fractured would have been more foundation Mm -hmm. uh all the time all the time all the time i'm always looking always looking for little things to do that i could you know spend more time and i and i think we, we really do i you know i grew up around a lot of kids whose parents were doctors and their stories to me were always that their dad would leave the dance recital to take a page or they were always on the phone or they were always returning a call. And that's what they remembered of their childhood. So I made a consciousness very early on that I wouldn't allow that to happen. I can't say I've always done a great job at that because you just get stuck with work all the time. Um, I mean, one thing I told you recently, I mean, really coming home and just putting the phone away because if you just have it on you, you're constantly looking at it, you're returning texts and things like that. And, and I mean, one sense is they see daddy works hard and we're able to afford the things that we have in life because mommy and daddy work really hard. But at the same time, if you don't spend those small moments with them, then it goes by so quick and there aren't those times. It does. It goes by quick. Although I find myself being hypocritical because my father necessarily wasn't blow drying my hair or doing this, that, and the other thing. And we have a tremendous relationship. Yeah. So... I'm I'm wrestling with both ways. Like, yeah, he wasn't really there growing up. Not that he wasn't there. He's just working a lot. He didn't. He wasn't giving us baths or doing this, that, and the other thing. So I'm trying to figure out how much of this stuff that I'm trying to do and what my dad didn't do. Right. It seems to we all end up in the same place unless you're just a deadbeat and you're not even right. I mean, I think if if you meet expectations. I think I think where it hurts is that when an expect when a child expects something or you've promised something and then you don't like if you said, sweetie, I'll be home and I'm going to blow dry your hair. And every time you're not right, that would be the problem more than the act itself. 
And I think that's the same. It doesn't have to obviously be blowing dry in the hair, but when you're on the road and you said, if you said every night at this time, I'm going to FaceTime you and we're going to spend, you know, you're going to, you know, maybe when she's blow drying hair, we're going to FaceTime or whatever. And then if you are constantly not there to meet that expectation, I think that's where it hurts. I think the act is less important. It's just being consistent. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It, I'm something I'm wrestling with, uh, but wanted to bring to the doctor's attention. But I like, I like the blow dry. And it's another thing sort of like everybody comes on the show, you, everybody else, these amazing stories. And I just go home and I'm like, man, I got to do better. <laughs> to do better you're doing fantastic because I've, I've, I've often called you and say hey man we're having a pool party we're having dinner and this and you're like hey i'm at a soccer game on this yeah, and that you're always fun. you're always somewhere with the kids so it's not like you're doing a bad job i just want to uh, take a sidestep here and say um uh, the blow dryer you use is it dyson uh so it's a, it's, it's <laughs> unbelievable uh hair dryer it gets the the hair uh really well so if Dyson would like to reach out to us and provide product, we are available. I have a question. This has come up a couple times this week. So I've had a couple kids this week come in after falling, two, three-year-olds, chin lacerations, like open up, you know, cuts. Did that ever, and I and I sort of joke to the families, every, every... But if you, if you have every adult, if you have them look up in the air, has a little scar on their chin. We've all hit. Did that ever happen to you or any of your kids need stitches yet? No, no stitches. The only time I got stitches was when I was playing in my front yard. I think it was about eight, nine years old. And the next door neighbor came over. I must have, we must have had an altercation. And I was playing with some other kids. And he came over with a, a hanger rod. And I turned around. And he's like, "Take that!" and took a chunk. Oh, actually, if, Freddy um, Krueger. It. It's it's. There's like a little nick here. I had to go to get some stitches. Uh, but that's the only time I really had a, no 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 broken bones. See, I'm the same way. No broken bones. Grew up playing sports. Maybe I wasn't playing hard enough. No cuts. We see it a lot. Im immediately gratifying as a doctor and as the family. So with these on the chin, usually you can glue them. They don't need stitches anymore. We use something called Dermabond. It's literally like crazy glue. So you, you do it in the office. Yeah, it's great. And this two and a half year old, I just, it was just yesterday. It was amazing. He's laying down, his chin's opened up. We clean it out. He's looking at his mom. Mom's behind reading him a book. And literally all you do is you just pinch it so that, you know, so basically a cut looks like this. And what you want it to look like is a, is, you know, is a straight line, right? Straight line across. So you pinch it together and then there's this glue and you literally just glue it and you hold it there and then you're done. You put a couple of stereo strips on and it works just as well as stitches. You know, you want to do it in non-cosmetic areas. Again, you, you don't see here and it has to be a linear cut. It can't be jagged because you're not going to get a good approximation. But twice in the last week, that's the only reason I bring it up. I've had kids with this one was uh, was climbing stairs and then just tripped and hit the corner. Boom. And the other one hit the corner of a table because, you know, at that age, everything is is that height. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, it's head height. Crusoe had uh, like a little he hit himself on the edge of a table, but just like a, a bruise. The only thing that really happened on Caruso, he took a, and I felt so bad about this, I was lighting a little fire um, in, in the living room, this was over the holidays, 
and you know that uh you know that fire starter it's like a yeah, yeah, long yeah. thing a long thing and then he took it and he put it up in his uh cheek and there's like a little scar like a burn here. yeah burn because it was hot on top yeah like branded himself branded himself yeah. so that was the only thing that happened he was testing that kid doesn't feel pain no that this kid i'm telling you we took him to did i tell you we took him to jujitsu no you said you were thinking about yeah. it yeah, huh. yeah so does he like it so we, good for kids well yeah we went to jujitsu we went to go watch because i just didn't want to like sign him up and go here i just yeah. want to say watch this see if you're into it so we went and we're looking around the uh well, I, I can't even get into half of the stuff i want to get into not because of time just because um it's stuff that i'd have to talk to you off of <laughs> <laughs> martial arts secrets yeah <laughs> so sitting there see the, the the stuff that i really want to say and this is the problem with me because i'm always editing myself right. while i'm talking about it i'm sure you are too you go you own a business you own a practice and you're saying eh, i i feel one way but i have to be diplomatic here and you know political because yeah, they pick out the one thing yeah the, the one thing that i'm going to say that i'm not going to say they would they would jump on but anyway at jujitsu, we're watching these kids. And, and he's sitting there, and I like the way the instructors speak to the kids. Yeah. It's pay attention. It's, it's, it's with volume. It's with firmness. And the kids straighten right up. Yeah. Right? So it does have structure. It does have discipline. Now, they were doing all these moves. Caruso was kind of like, eh, he was in it. He's not in it. He was like laying down i go get up get up <laughs> sit up that's all that's all i've been trying to instruct yeah. this kid you should what? be a <laughs> <laughs> we went out yesterday we went to dinner and like he's half on the chair like, get on the chair you know right. like, like sit straight sit yeah. straight yeah, yeah. and i don't even know if this is possible i'm trying to teach like table manners right. at four we left we left the jujitsu yeah I go, did you like that? He goes, no, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I said, okay, whatever. And then I didn't push it. Got home that night, and I go, come here, because we always kind of wrestle. I go, what do you do when I do this? And he did all the moves. He retained all the moves. Okay. Everything I gave him, he knew what to do, right? So I'm like, wow, I didn't think this kid was paying attention. But this kid absorbed everything he saw, and he replayed it back to me. And I was like, is this... A savant I'm dealing with? Yeah. yeah. Is this the next? MMA savant. <laughs> is this is the next go back? Brock Lesnar? Or is yeah. this, well, I emailed the guy, and for whatever the reason, the guy hasn't followed up with me, but I think it's something that, well, we put him in karate, too. He's in karate. He's starting karate you this week. got to pick one martial art. Well, you know, I just, I'm just throwing a lot like, at the like, wall. And he's practicing nunchucks. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm just throwing a lot at him. Yeah. But I, uh, for the parents out there that are doing jujitsu or doing some type of martial art, you know, you you every parent I talk to, it, it definitely changed them in a way for the better, yeah. right? No, everybody loves it. it teaches structure. It, it's great listening to uh, somebody, you know, following direction, sitting still. But what I don't understand with all this, so I have like, you know, somebody will tell me they're an eight year old and they're a black belt, right? So they took all the things, the, the, the classes and the, you know, the tests for that. But then an eight-year-old black belt, I mean, are they really, they can really beat uh, somebody much bigger than them, even if they're a black belt? 
No. No. They just know they, the They just the, know the, the skill stuff. sets. It's the skill like sets. A 53-pound kid is right. going to beat the shit out of a 180-pound grown man. You got to get out of the office. Uh, <laughs> all right, listen, guys. This is our show. We didn't get into a lot of the things that we normally get into. Again, we're, we're still starting to experiment. We're catching up. We're, we're re-figuring out our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me you went vacation with me. That, I didn't the way say I that. eat Cheerios. I didn't say First that. First of all, I am a good house guest. Better than probably a regular <laughs> daily person in my house. My wife always says when we, when we, she goes, why don't you act the way you do on vacation when you're home? Because at vacation, right? I clean up, I'm doing dishes I, because I want to impress yeah, the, the people, people around me. Yeah. And I'm done impressing my wife. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, that's another, <laughs> that's another show. Uh, <laughs> But uh, listen, to the to the three or four people who are watching. Oh this, God! <laughs> that's all we ask. <laughs> Share the videos. Well, there's a lot of production that goes into the show, right? Uh, and, and we're putting up clips. The end. And your production crew is larger than your viewership. <laughs> yeah, the people in the room right now are the, our fan base. <laughs> My mom is stopped watching. Well, here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's in New Zealand right now, so um, I don't know if we're there. <laughs> I'll leave you on this. The Ed Milet video that we put up, and yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but I thought, oh, there was a Deion Sander video out there. Yes. That was very we motivational. Talk about him. Love him. Right? Got to get him on the show. Um, but there's a, there's a video with music that he did that went viral and it was motivational yep so i go oh okay let's take that song since that's apparently the yeah. popular King song music, and, yep. yeah, and let's put it with ed Milet. yeah and i thought what he said about you know working as a young person getting i thought that was great advice right 11 views <laughs> so Somehow he can afford an island, though. So I don't. There's a disconnect in what I'm doing and what he's doing. I don't understand. Uh, so anyway, we will see you next week, Daddy versus Doctor. This is our 51st episode. We've almost been doing this for a full year. I hope you guys are getting a lot of information here. Uh, just know that when you're a parent, you might feel like you're on an island, but this show exposes that we're all living on the same piece of land. Now, if that don't go viral, wow. that don't go viral, Not on a t-shirt. we're shutting the shit down. <laughs> Good night. The opinions expressed in this program are not intended as professional medical advice, as a diagnosis, as a treatment protocol, or as a substitute for professional medical advice from your physician. Please consider your own medical history and consult with your own physician for your specific health care and or medical needs and about your concerns for yourself and your family.